You heard the terms? He's defeated. He's dead. Everyone's looking at you now, Percy. We did make a commitment to members of the crew that would stand down that we would look after the interests, perhaps give them a stake in the ship. Don't have any stakes. I look really stupid now. All right, you maggots. You heard the new captain. Now get to work. You don't use the cat and nine tails when they're not doing anything wrong, sir. Just cleaning the decks. I'm going to boot boot Enigma out and close the door so it's just me talking in a bottle of port. It's been a weird journey, this. Just the last couple of days. Do you not think? We're just running away at the moment. And we don't seem to have much planned beyond that. Maybe they're in the right, we're in the wrong? The immediate plan is to get Tristan to Malahim. That's all fairly well covered. Uh, What happens after that, to a certain extent, we pick up on the way. As it happens, there are certain other things that I would like to accomplish. When we get to Avashar, I would very much like you to have a look at the library, which is quite extensive there. Okay. I mean, I'm glad we've got a plan. That's cryptic as fuck, but okay, cool. We have our motivations for for being here, and I have fairly clear motivations as it happens, and Avishar might help uh, shed some some light on that. I'm going to have an awkward conversation when we get to the docks, and he's like, oh, Tristan, we're going to settle down to now together, just like you said, and I'll say, yeah, I sort of lied about that. See ya! Poor bastard. Person in every port, that's my style. I'm harsh but fair. Also, as an aside, we don't have any money. Yeah, I've got the money sorted, you know, sure, I've got a shit ton. As you're coming round towards Arushar, what is your plan for the boat? Because there's a ship that you essentially control right now. There are a couple of hundred gold in the captain's chest. Not anymore. (laughs) And there are some... uh... Is there? Ali is playing, so... (laughs) Um... That's long gone, Ben. She's PM'd your ages ago. Yeah, well, I guess it comes down to whether the crew are going to get paid. We should probably give the crew (laughs) some money, otherwise we're going to find a mob. Yeah, I I, I think that everything that was associated with the ship can be tidied over to uh, the priestess of uh, Asterope. The priesthood could use the ship, but if you needed it, she'd be happy for you to retain control of it. But of course, you'd still have to pay your crew and run a ship as well, well if you do that Tristan's got loads of money and we might need a ship so maybe we keep the ship well we might as well keep them like like a taxi we'll just say wait here we'll be back <laughs> in a bit how just much is of... it is it possible to buy another reaching scroll you could probably do that when you get into Arisha <laughs> yeah so if she can stay in control of it and we can contact her then that would be more useful for us yeah okay that's fine we can look at that when you get to town so the ghost sails into the harbour of Arishar. And it's unlike any of the other cities in the Western Kingdom, because the main city is shaped like this great white bowl along the end of the headline. There's, the rock is brownish, and there's a lot of 
dry grass. The climate's very warm here and it's quite arid. So there's a lot of dry grass and dusty terrain and the mountains come to an end. And at the very end of this headland is this great city. And there's a huge harbour that you sail into, part of it in the shadow of the bowl. So you're disembarking straight into straight to the city when you arrive? Mm-hmm. That conversation goes roughly the way you expected, Tristan. Torquil seems a little hurt. Oh, it's not you. I've I've got I've <laughs> got me. other lovers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I suppose you just it just doesn't matter to you. What happens at sea happens to seamen. That's what you're saying. Um, well, well, yes and no. I'm not the first. Come on, Torquil, you're a handsome lad. You've probably been around the world a few times. He gives you a little half smile, but there's a tear in his eyes like, Ah, ah, sure I have. I'll give him a... Well, I'll be seeing you, I guess. And he rows angrily away. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Angry rowing. Yeah. It's, just, it's a little le- awkward. <laughs> <laughs> just very just good. Keep in touch. Let me know if you die. I just kind of see you in hole. What? <laughs> Let me know if you get pie. That'll do. That'll do. Well, that was awkward. Thanks for that. That's the last last time we'll be seeing that fella. Yeah, there's no way we're going to need to get back on a boat. (laughs) Thanks for starting the conversation when we were rowing towards the land and not when the rest of us had walked off. Well, you know, (laughs) one for all and all for one. That's the way of the Hawks. So what I was thinking, Tristan, is if if you can go and buy a scroll of reaching and return one to the ship, then that would be really useful. Say that again. Uh, What I was thinking is if you can go and buy a reaching scroll and just return uh, one half of it to the ship, that would be really useful. Yeah, why am I doing this? Because you're rich, you've got all the money, we've got no uh, money, you told us not to steal any money because you were rich. Do you remember I that? I literally said the exact reverse, I said Enigma steal all the money and Percy said no. My concern was I'd just become <laughs> a lackey, but your argument of me being the rich guy makes sense, so I'll go and buy the and scroll. And go back to the ship where Torquil is. It's more, oh... <laughs> I'll just shout. It's more camera time for me. I'm going to really draw out this story arc. <laughs> how, how much? Uh, how much money have you got with ben, you? Lots. You, that's all you need to know. Okay, we're talking about what's on your character sheet right now. I mean, what's we, the number on your character sheet? We, that's no, that the amount you're count. carrying. No, that doesn't count. I'm going to go to my holdings. <laughs> no, that's that's literally the only thing that that counts. No, I'm going to go to my banker. I'm going to go to my uh, stockbroker. You're going to go to your banker. So you're making your way into town. You're not going to uh you're not going to the Bard's retreat. Well, yeah, that's where I keep my bank in in location. I'll just duck you all over onto the map of Arishar. Now you've got an idea of what it looks like from the outside. What is the exchange rate on Schmeckles? Yeah. No, we're still this side of the mountain, surely. Yeah, they're worthless here. Uh hence you want the exchange rate, yeah, yeah. Enigma, last time you and I went on a shopping adventure, it was amazing. Would you like to come <laughs> that home? Is another shop. It's going to be another, you know, bake-off, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another it'll episode. be worth. Hey, it'll be the bank-off. Bank-off. Yeah. Hey, this episode is where Tristan and Enigma go to the bank. We're in a queue. <laughs> Roll initiative. Oh, wait, that's a different game. <laughs>
It's like, are there any pens on chains for us to look for? I'm going to steal the pen on a chain. It's chained up. You literally can't. There's... I'm going to get all the leaflets. <laughs> you got so much mortgage information. This is ridiculous. I would like to go to my personal banker and check my finances. I was just about a mortgage. So the Bard's Retreat is in the main city, isn't it? That's correct. Is it on the morning side or the even side the morning side is like the slightly posher section the evening side they're both like once you're in the bowl that's the the much more upper class part of arishar but evening side is the kind of student side and where the university is morning side is where the uh military tower is and also the houses are a bit fancier Ben, you know that students don't have money. Banks always want to get to students. I'm in the poshest, most <laughs> affluential area. You're, you're in the morning side. Okay, so I'll just describe this gate, because as you approach the bowl of the city, you find yourselves at the terminus of the Great North Road that tracks all the way from Merwall in far distant Sudek. To your right, the ridge of the mountain has fallen away to reveal a great aqueduct that travels alongside the road, with several vast arches underneath, allowing easy travel between Harbour Town and the Salts on the other side of the headland. And then in front of you is this bright white wall of seamless rock, and the gateway into it is just this broad tunnel. And the thing you notice about the road is that there's quite a lot of big, heavy carts on it, coming in laden down with barrels and like the draft animals carved straining to pull them as oxen and mules and heavy horses they're drawing them into the city so that's kind of what you notice as you're coming in are they like refugees from the war like we found in Karis? no they aren't if you chat with one of them they'll observe they're bringing water we do not chat with one of them <laughs> okay cool <laughs> I am going to guess that it's water they bring in. You can probably guess because when you get in, the big water course through the city is dry, which it never is. And as you come in to the morning side of the city where the Bard's Retreat is, the other thing you notice, so the Bard's Retreat, it's like not Main Street. It's just round the corner a bit. It still gets a lot of foot traffic, but it yeah. doesn't feel like it. It's not like a Weatherspoons, you know, no. feels exclusive. You've got to yeah. know where it is. Yeah, the only way to know is if you're told about it. It's, it doesn't have a, a big gaudy sign, it's just a, a wooden door. Yeah, exactly. Very high clientele. And and yet it's it's very popular. And yet, yeah, exactly. So you come round and it's very quiet. And when you open the door, it's very quiet. And also it smells quite smoky. And also it's been completely gutted by fire. Brilliant. That's that's really the thing you notice when you come into your property. Unbelievable. I'm going to stand in the doorway with a look of what the fuck on my face. (laughs) (sighs) Marvellous. What has happened here? And the rest of the city looks fine, I'm guessing. Other places look fine, yeah. I'm going to look through the door of another place and check that it's busy. Yeah, neighbouring buildings seem okay. Right, I'm going to shout for whatever the owner's name or the... That's the one, it, Cal. Yeah. So you stood outside in the street just shouting like, Cal! Yeah, and in the doorway. I'm going to lean in the doorway and shout for him and see if he's still in there. Yeah. After a minute, you hear a sound from like out back and sure enough, Cal comes round the corner 
The rest of you who haven't met Cal Tucker, he's a big, broad-shouldered fellow. He has the look of someone who used to be a boxer. You know, that nose has been broken a few times. And he's a little bit gone to seed now. He's a little overweight. He's got a big beard and a headscarf on and a slightly unflattering pale shirt that's got big sooty smudges on. And Ecarve comes out and he almost doesn't want to make eye contact with you, Tristan. And then he looks at you and he goes, Ah, oh, you've been in a punching fight too, have you, sir? Yeah, that's sort of not what I'm here for, Cal. So while I'm grateful to see you alive, I'm going to just gesture around the room. Oh, what the hell? No, I suppose... When did you come in? If you you didn't come in up the road, literally just now. You wouldn't believe it. Otherwise, sir. I wouldn't be so shocked at the scene before me, would I? You would not believe it, sir. It just I fear I'm gonna though, <laughs> because I can see the end result is whatever the story you're telling me ends with. Uh, Spoilers. The story is it just burnt down. It just it's, burnt. Every- it doesn't. Things don't just burn down. I woke up one morning. It was like five in the morning i woke up because i could smell smoke i was lucky to get out the whole place was burning i got the uh i got the watch out and we all carried buckets and we got it before the building went proper but everything in there's gone sir everything it's it's a nightmare oh i'm just glad that i stored all of the money that i made from this place in a different location the money was elsewhere, thank God. And naturally, it's I'm buried in the back garden with the cheese. Yeah, is the back garden okay? The back garden is fine. Yeah, I, it did burn. Don't get me wrong; it burnt pretty bad. But as long as you didn't have anything of uh, easily melted metal there, it'd be fine. I literally had the melted metal <laughs> garden statue. statue <laughs> me and all those poses you made it out of aluminium. You know about that. Oh, this is ridiculous. Right, so... There was, it was just a... It was only a few days. How come none of the other buildings are caught? It's like, we got it in time. Like, the watch came round. We all... Everyone, you know, played their part. We built bucket chains and everything. It was a very big thing. Like... I don't care if you built daisy chains! <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> like... That wouldn't have helped, though, because it was on fire. Daisies don't put out fires. Yeah, so. apparently neither do you and the watch. <laughs> so I'm going to lick my finger and go, oh, That's burn. the problem. Just like my property. <laughs> right, so... Anyway, everything's under control, but... It doesn't super look like it. When did this happen? We're, we're talking just four days ago now, just before the water supply stopped. So we were lucky. If that water supply had stopped a day earlier the whole street would have gone. Okay, yeah, that is, I must admit, that's the first time I've seen Arushar waterless. What's going on there? Just stops her. One day, there's water. The next day, it's stopped. There's nothing coming through. They're shifting in, like, barrels of it. It's costing a fortune. Yeah, well, this is going to cost me a fortune, so... It's a, um, yeah, I, I, we've, got, we've got things under control. been working with the agents. Obviously, there's a lot of money tied up in the insurance process right now. That's Our cover correct. was up to date, but things are being held in escrow. There's a certain amount of, suffice it to say, sir, you'll be fine as long as you don't need any ready cash in the short term. That's fine. I don't need any <laughs> ready cash of the scale we're talking that I kept here, 
insurance is all safely in the bank elsewhere. So I'm not too concerned that no matter what I do, no matter how famous I am, apparently (laughs) the world is destined to kick me when I'm down. Right. More importantly, they still have the excellent nose job specialist in Arushar, don't they? He says... He burnt down. (laughs) Yes, sir. In fact, let me rephrase that. When I passed the excellent nose job specialist (laughs) and they were open saying free nose jobs for a song that wasn't a trick. No, let me rephrase that. I'm going to go to the nose job specialist (laughs) and get my nose fixed with no comeuppance or downsides. That is the end of that conversation. <laughs> that sounds like uh, you need to make a roll to find your uh, to find your nose job specialist. What do uh, I need to roll? Not specialist. charisma, because that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be very unfortunate. I would think this would be wisdom, probably wisdom or intelligence. Wisdom's higher to identify the best best doctors around. So. Uh, Oh my god, I can't. Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound like it's good from your you semi-evil chuckling. You're going to go to the blowjob specialist instead. A five? Well, this is wow. the problem. It probably if you'd gone after a rhinoplasty person, brilliant. But you've specifically asked for a nose job, so you've got a really niche <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to have a nice evening and then I'll realise my mistake at the end of the year. <laughs> and, and Enigma, who's gone shopping with you, is just what going to stand there and be like, Tristan, Tristan, this isn't what, that's not how you fix that. I'm going to be like, this is how they fix it here. And then at the end, I go, yeah, it wasn't. Let's go. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll again later after I've claimed my XP. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, uh, then I'm not losing this one charisma point, my one ability. I've been punished enough. Yep. Okay. That's all right. Uh, that works fine. <laughs> oh, God. When you call at the bank, though. <laughs> oh fuck's sake! <laughs> when with the with the trouble at the bar's this, retreat. <laughs> this is like telling Percy he's lost his shield or Enigma's lost her boots. I have one thing, and that's a shit ton of money in my looks. <laughs> I suppose my talent, but that doesn't. Think of it as having lost your one thing. Which is your huge amount of money and your looks. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm surprised Torquil was even interested in me. <laughs> well, you guys have built up a bond, you know. Yeah, that's true. We, we had a fight. So you find that your money has been put on hold while the... Es- ex- you are considered a person of interest while the investigation <laughs> onto the fire is ongoing. There's oh. a certain amount of suspicion that it could be insurance related because it was a suspiciously safe fire. It only burned out the one building and they're just looking a little bit funny at the owner of the building who would stand to benefit from any insurance payouts. And so your funds have been put on hold for the time being. Oh. They assure you everything will be this episode filling in forms (laughs) (laughs) everything will be fine but that's just the state of things i find it hard to believe that tristan has insurance set up (laughs) how dare you (laughs) luckily luckily tristan has good people working for him such Mm. as uh cal who's actually pretty careful about matters but not fire Well, fires happen. He got the fire put out. You were lucky. This could have been a lot worse. You might have been having to pay out for the whole street having to burn down. And for the water. I would have made my excuses and not returned to Arushar. (laughs) I travel a lot. They've not pinned me down. 
Right, well, I'm going to have to do a little bit of sing-songing then. Oh, this is embarrassing. I can't go to another Bards. Battle of the Bards. Well, the, the, interestingly, there is, of course, a relatively new venue that's opened uh, just across town. No, I know who's going to have opened it. I'm not going there. <gasps> it's actually not necessarily who you think. The but... Dandy's Dance Hole. <laughs> it's competing Weatherspoons-esque version The Dandy's Dance Hall, it's like a kid's restaurant <laughs> <laughs> And a big fake machete, paper machete dandied head person comes yeah. out. <laughs> Banbury would freaking love it Yeah, I'm Banbury would be right at home So there's the Minstrels Revels Ooh, Which uh, nice. opened Tasty. a few months ago Um, That's suspicious Right. It's just another venue in town. So if you wanted to <laughs> look there, you could. Um, you also, I believe that other people might have things on. So while you guys are sorting out admin and filling in forms. Can I just super fast add that Enigma, could you do me this one favour? When we get to this <sighs> revel, can you do a little bit of snooping and see if you can find anything relating to destroy Tristan's business so that ours thrives? Up in the... the thing about revels is you can never tell what's inside. No, that's why I've got you, my personal revel cracker. I don't want the orange ones. Think of this as a the favour for us. I mean, you owe each of us a favour for bringing you back from the dead and being so supportive when your father died. What? Ooh, she's in. If, you just, <laughs> if you could just do a little, just do a little recce when we're there and see if you can find any info yes, about that that'd fine. be great and then while well, I'm distracting them with a song I'm on it yes Enigma and Tristan on the case so what were Percy and Banbury doing while Enigma was witnessing Tristan's repeated humiliation yeah. in every possible fiscal corner of the city yeah again to be fair it was good entertainment yes. yeah what a surprise that the world kicked Tristan T wild again when he was down the T stands for down <laughs> okay, Bambi. Um, whilst Enigma and Tristan are off trying to get hold of the scrolls of reaching, then there are a few areas of the city that I, as I said, I'd be interested in your take on them. Um, but the first place I would like to go is to pay a visit very quickly um, to an old friend. Um, and I assume you're going to visit Yarnis. I am. So he's got a little inn in what used to be a cheap, very cheap part of the even side. Mm -hmm. And it's now a bit fancier. The city's grown and over the years he's been there, it's got a little bit, a little bit nicer. His inn still seems to be much as you remember it, though. It's maybe had a lick of paint, but the sign hasn't. So the sign is really, you can barely read the name on it now what's it called uh the cicero cool ben what kind of like environment is this is this similar to what banbury's used to is this more mediterranean is this more cold what is this as you go further north the it's got drier more arid so when you walk into the even side of the city and they're basically named for when they get the sun so because the city has these high walls as the sun comes over the morning side gets the sun and as it crosses the sky the evening side gets the sun so the evening side tends to be a little bit hotter because it doesn't get the afternoon shade 
whereas the Morningside does. And that's one of the reasons that it's the slightly less fancy neighbourhood. But there are palm trees here and it's all really kind of southern Mediterranean, maybe even North African climate. Banbury is probably feeling a bit hot and sweaty as well because <laughs> it is hot. It's a lot hotter than you'd be used to in the wood march. Okay. Well, this is pleasant. So you've been here before, Percy? Yes, I've spent a, a little time in Awishar before. Uh, um, in fact, I've, I've returned here a couple of times. So it's full of interesting places to me. Before before we go explore any of the other places, then um, this is a good friend of mine. When I first came to Awishar, then me and another friend uh, that was visiting first stayed here. And in fact, every time I've been back, then I've stayed here since. I, I rather trust Yannis. Is Yannis another but follower of your faith? Or? No, not as such. Um, I'll confess to you, Banbury, that the first time that I came here, then yes, it was on matters connected to the church. As time went on and I made returns here, then I, I, I rather did this off my own steam. It's not something that I particularly wanted to broadcast in the church, though the times that I've visited here and the, the information that I've found has rather led us to, to where we are now. We'll go inside in a second and speak to Yarnis. Hopefully he's still there. Yarnis is one of his life's survivors. He's fairly dependable. Um, and if he isn't there anymore, then that, that might raise a few queries uh, in the first instance. Um, okay. I, I have a strong box that Yarnis keeps for me. What we really do not want to find this time is that there's nothing in that strong box when I ask for it. But let's let's go see. Okay. Uh, and head on into the uh, the Cicero. You walk in, Bambri, and there's a guy behind the bar. Uh, what does Yarnis look like? Uh, Yarnis is about five foot ten. Uh, Mediterranean looks quite beardy, uh, quite stocky. Um, but relatively well presented, uh, fairly crisp shirt. Yeah, and so this is the person behind the bar. There's a couple of people like sat in one corner of it, and otherwise it's quiet. You know, it's relatively early in the day. Um, when he sees you walk in, he immediately holds up a finger, puts it to his mouth, does a little wiggling hand motion, and then gestures you over to a door beside the bar and round the corner. Hey, I'll give him a quick nod and head in that direction. Banbury's going to look shocked because he just saw Percy do a quick nod, which he's never <laughs> seen before. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know it was physically possible. I will, I'll, usher, um, I'll usher Banbury as well uh, and make sure that, uh, that he's walking just in front of me. Banbury's going to follow the dance moves that everyone else is doing, wiggle his finger, <laughs> put it near his mouth, do a fast nod wiggle around assume it's how it works up here the guy behind the bar is like holding his hands up as if to say quiet down quiet down <laughs> around the corner there is a couple of tables that are a little bit enclosed and there is a door and Yarnis puts finger to his lips unlocks the door with one key and then he takes a knife and slides it up the side of the door and then he carefully, carefully opens the door. And as it starts to open, 
he just, with the blade of his knife, just taps something back on the back of the door and then brings it open around with his knife just holding some kind of spring-loaded mechanism and he beckons you through it. Cool, yeah, I'll head on through. Uh, Something you've noticed, Percy, this will be new to you, Banbury, but Percy, Giannis has always been like this. He's always been a lot more security conscious than there ever seemed to be any need for there to be. (laughs) It's almost like his hobby is pretending to be a spy when everyone in the town knows who he is. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's like, oh yeah, he loves locks and stuff. And you come into a room and there's a table there. And on one side of the room, there are several locked chests. And Ianis says, Percy, Percy, good to see you. How are you getting on, old chap? It's good to catch up with you, old friend. Um, Tell me, have have you had many visitors lately? He says, ah, plenty of visitors, but perhaps not visitors. There are visitors we have had, but there is a visitor perhaps we have not. I see, I see. Um, could I access my strongbox? He says, of course, of course. Um, you have the key, don't you? And he of course. Leads you, over to, leads you over to your box and gives a grand gesture and say, you're there, you've got your key. Yep. Slide, slide the key in, um, turn it with a click, open the lid. The box contains some nondescript robes mm-hmm. and... It contains a single dusty holy symbol that looks like it hasn't moved for a long time. Okay, cool. Yanis, I will be needing you to keep hold of some armour whilst I'm in town. Uh, will that be okay by you? Yanis is like, of course, of course, you're always a welcome guest. Okay, I'll take the dusty robes out and don them, slide them over, over myself. My, my, they are getting tight. <laughs> yes, it has been a while. Yana says, "Ah, oh, you must have. They must have shrunk in storage. You look just the man you always were, Percy." Thank you, thank you, Yannis. You're too kind. Um, I'll take my holy symbol off and place it in the box and close the lid. Okay, good. Are you leaving your armor here as well? So I'll leave my armor there. Yeah, under lock and key. Yeah, cool. Ben. Yes. Uh, Bambi just wants to make an observation here. Is it the same holy symbol that? Of Percy's normal goddess, or is it a completely different one? That's a good question. I don't think it is. I think it's a different order, but it is a church holy symbol. Okay. I will just double check that. You see, Banbury had assumed from the way uh, Percy was cryptically talking that I was about to meet Percy's illegitimate lover. But (laughs) what actually appears to be the case is he comes here to have little jaunts and not be Percy. Um, so which is fine maybe i'll ask uh, the guy if he's got a change of clothes for me and (laughs) he says i think i've just finished the sack of potatoes so i think i could be able to replace your robes right now if that's what you need now i'm gonna say sir that i've been very respectful uh, because you are Percy, Percy's described you in the, the nicest ways, but you seem to be indicating that you feel that my wizard's robe, my rural wizard's robe, is a potato sack. Now, I'm going to give you one freebie because like, Percy thinks you're the best, but this is a wizard's robe. Yeah? Which is. Maybe there's some cultural differences here, but no. I meant more maybe some shorts and a singlet because it's quite warm here, but. 
That's I'll lean over to Yarnis uh, and just whisper in his ear, "Could you just write wizard on the sack? <laughs> <laughs> He'll be happy with that. Mm. He actually does vanish off, and he does come back with, it's a bit like your potato sack robes, but it's in white, which is more the local colour. Is it thinner? Won't be for long. It is a little bit thinner. I mean, it does upside down say ot ah around it, but that's probably local terminology for wizard. Yeah, that will probably do. I'm going to rip the sleeves off. Uh, sun's out, guns out. And, uh, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll put that on and I'll put Banbury's normal robes in with Percy's armour. Nice. I'll put my hat in as well. Oh, you'll burn your head. <laughs> Bamboo's never been anywhere sunny before, so it'll be a nice, uh, it, like, he'll be lobster pink soon. Yeah. yeah, it'll be good for him. <laughs> so tell me, Yarnis, what's happening in the city at the moment? He says, well, everybody's talking about this, uh, the water thing. It's ridiculous. We we always have water, but the aqueduct dried up. So everyone's bringing in... The aqueduct dried up. Yes, the aqueduct that has always flowed. As long as I know, as long as my father lived, everybody knew the aqueduct and it's dried up. And what's the aqueduct uh, fed by? Is it a spring? It comes down out of the mountains. There's a river up there, I think. And it's always just flowed into the city. No, it doesn't flow into the city. They're bringing in barrels. Everything's expensive. It's hard to get a drink. Good news for beer, but soon we'll be running low. Hmm. Uh, has anybody looked into it yet? Uh, the Provincia says they're on it. They say they've sent people up, but Hard to know. Hard to know what they're up to up there in uh, in the government towers. They they're probably doing the best they can. It's a big deal for the city. Hmm. Yes, right you are. What's the provincial? Ah, uh, the provincial is the the city governor, the person. They're not like the chancellor ruling the country, but they rule in Arushar and uh, they make things run smoothly. So they have a lot of power here. And provincial Altamar is he's been running the city for some time. Seems competent. Yeah. People don't like him, but they respect him well enough. So he he says he's got people out there searching and trying to find the problem, but we haven't heard much. And, well, someone must be making money from selling all this water, I suppose. How many days travel is it to the source? It's a couple days up, maybe three days up into the mountains where the river would come from. I never walked there myself, but some people walk up and down the aqueduct a few times and they like a pleasure walk or something, but not for so far. It goes a long way. It goes far into the mountains and into a tunnel for a long way. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Well, there may be work for someone in finding out what's going on, for sure. Yes, possibly. Well, we will we will get the business done that we need to get done, first of all. We're on a rather tight timescale. But yes, I, I'm intrigued by that. Yannis, do me a favour. Sure, sure. Should should we receive any visitors? Would you send a runner for me? Of course, of course. I'll uh, I'll send the boy out if anything happens untoward. Thank you. I know you like to know about things, Percy. You're a, you're a gentleman who likes to know, and I respect that. And he taps his nose. Thank you. Um, we'll require accommodation for four, if that's fine by you. Yeah, sure. That should be fine. Should be fine. You're good man, Yannis. As are you, old friend, as are you. You know, this one, on the house. One for old time's sake. I'll give him a slow nod. <laughs> Back on form. And he, like, carefully 
puts his knife into the side of the trap on the back of the door and carefully holds it open so you can make your way back into the front of the bar. Okay, cool. Head back out to the front of the bar. And he offers you both a drink. I'd like some water, please. (laughs) He says, oh, the expensive stuff. Typical. (laughs) Your boy here, Percy, drink me out of house and home. And uh, he's he's quite he's got quite the appetite. Um, I'll I'll take a glass of port. He hands you a port and a water. He, he says to Banbury, "Are you sure you wouldn't like the port? It's it's a little cheaper, young man." No, no, I'm good. It's on the house. Just the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So well, that's going on. And uh, Tristan has been struggling with admin. Uh, <laughs> did you decide on a place to uh, to meet up again? Nope. No. <laughs> I didn't think that as that was happening, but Well, I guess well, I guess it would be the ship, wouldn't it? Because um we'd ask Enigma and Tristan to go off to get the scroll of reaching. Yeah, so you also if you want to get a scroll of reaching, there's certainly a couple of shops in Evenside that specialise in fancy enchanted goods. They will sell you a scroll of reaching for a hundred gold. I'd be quite happy to sell you one, so... Do you accept schmeckles? <laughs> Shopkeeper's like, we are west of the mountains. Technically, I accept. We are north of the mountains, but we're still west of the mountains. No one here accepts schmeckles. This isn't schmeckle country. We're not in the dry fiefdoms. It, it's, it's an exotic form of money. I mean, surely it's worth something just for its pure exoticism. You're not a place that deals in a humdrum and ordinary. Charlie says, ah, yes. Very well. I I would accept a thousand <laughs> schmeckles. I've got eleven. <laughs> well, congratulations. Perhaps you could start some kind of money museum. Maybe I will. For very people who like very small money, very tiny amounts of money. Maybe I will, and I will make thousands from it, and I come in your shop and poop on the counter. Enchanted poop on the counter. <laughs> Fortunately for me, I have a self-cleaning counter. It would just wash itself away. That's the advantage of being in my trade. Now, do you have 100 gold or do you not? Bear with us. We, oh, could, we could sell the bear. How, <laughs> how much for the bear? It, it can talk. Yes, but I'm not meant to be in this story at the moment. <laughs> Enigma, how much gold do you have to hand? Um... Let me count. We did steal 200 gold earlier. I mean, I know Percy said not to, but I'm pretty sure we did. What if we cause a distraction and I just kind of shoplift? <laughs> I mean, I'm up for that if you are. I think no one would suspect us. Oh, uh, well, the paladin of justice is yeah. away. <laughs> I'm going to start picking up some really expensive stuff and be like, how much for this? Oh, and I accidentally drop it and catch it again. <laughs> Now, I know I'm going to have to roll for this. What if you sang a song for a discount? Excuse me, sir. If you if you drop it, you will have to pay for it. How much does it cost? This could be worth maybe two schmeckles. Show me the reason it costs more. <laughs> sir, I... No, come over here and show me with your hands. I, I recognise you, Mr. Wilde. Oh. I don't know why you're cavorting like this. <laughs> but to be honest... It's a little suspicious. Okay, you know me. You know I'm good for my money. You've unlikely, well, you've undoubtedly heard what's happened to my 
fine establishment. He says, ah, yes, the Bard's birds Retreat. Everyone's saying it's an insurance job and you're short of cash. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> the reverse of... The exact reverse of what's happened. So... If you he had too much money that he burnt down his own place to prove how rich he was. Yeah, here's a plan. If you you know, as all good businessmen do, that I'm going to come back with a massive gig from this, and when that place reopens, it's going to be absolutely packed. I'll put you chief advertising slot on the flyers that go out. If you give us one scroll, you can't buy publicity like that, and you know you can't buy publicity publicity like that. I mean, you could buy it, but it would probably be quite expensive. It it would probably cost me like 10, 15 gold. Not on my maybe, establishment, may, it wouldn't. Wait, wait, maybe 11 schmeckles. <laughs> yeah, not at my establishment, it wasn't. For that, I would charge you 200. So you're actually making a really good deal here. You got it at half price. <laughs> says, well, I'm sure that your establishment is smoking, but I don't think that's the right place for me to be investing Sorry. right now. Right. Who is wait? Where are we, by the way? Oh yeah, how many are there? Who's your main competitor out of interest? <laughs> uh, Calvary's potions just up the way, but yeah. they won't do your reaching yeah. scroll. That's we're really the people who can do your reaching scroll. And you reckon there's no one else in this town that could do a reaching scroll? A reach around scroll. I'm sure there's people. You could probably get an experimental one at the university if you wanted to risk that. Yes, you do. I mean. It's tempting. Experimental. <laughs> okay, well, good day, sir. I'm going to storm out, accidentally knocking over something on my way. <laughs> you break it, you pay for it, Mr. Wild. Yeah, I'll break your face. Whoa. <laughs> he, right. gives, he gives you, like, a little fingertip wave. <laughs> I'm going to give him one big single finger wave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to narrow my eyes slightly as I leave. It's a bit awkward because I'm not very good at giving an evil eye, but I'm trying. Yeah, you just knock into the door as you walk out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and the bell's like, jing a jing a jing a jing a jing. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to keep opening ding dong. <laughs> stop it, please. Stop opening the door. Oh, we'll stop if you give us a reaching scroll. <laughs> You'll stop if I call the watch. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Um, Enigma, we... It's not time for the watch. I've got a... <laughs> I have a plan. Yeah. Um, and I've updated my my ideas that I would like you to ferret around with slightly. There is a bard totally. by the name of Linz bon- Bonesque. Linz Bonesque. Now I'm suspicious. Yeah. Not not a big fan of the, the fella or lady. I haven't read that far in the Yep, it's a he. Brilliant. He's a bit pompous. Now I'm pretty sure he's had something to do with bard. this. So I, tonight, I'm going to go and find a good friend of mine called Oprah, or Ofra, depending mm. on how Ben wants to pronounce it. And I'm going to yep. put on a put on a, a show tonight. So I'm going to start spreading the word that there's a big show. It's going to be called The End of the World Tour. Now, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna herald this as being better than anything Linz has ever done. So while I'm playing, I would appreciate it if you could scooch in and have a little look through any paperwork and find if you can find any incriminating evidence. Because that will A, help clear my name, B, get us a shit ton of cash, and C, get us enough money to buy this scroll. And then when we go back to Percy, we won't have just dicked around and he'll be proud of us. There is no way you can put together a gig by the end of the day and make that much money. There is no way. <laughs> 
cut, cut scene to a montage of me. <laughs> like, I assume this is Wayne's World 2, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes you can do it but only if you bake a really awesome cake yes <laughs> so i reckon with enigma's contacts uh on the street she'll talk to merchants and be like have you heard the news tristan wilde's performing the end of the world tour here for one night only i'm gonna go and speak to oprah so what venue are you going to use tristan oprah's okay well she doesn't have her own venue she's uh yeah but she she's knows normally... she's got one she prefers She's got a residential. Not the Oprah House. Last time she played, it was in... God, what was it called? Let me guess, the Bard's Retreat? No, it was the uh, Minstrels one, actually. Yeah, but it's the second... No, what if you one. didn't have a... What if you did a massive either open-air gig or on the top of the edge of the bowl, like the Rim Tour? Holy Then it'd be the edge, of, edge of the World Tour. Oh my god. There is a massive square, which is where blade ball is played, out in the centre of the city. Yeah, but that's not big enough for the money I want to make. Enigma's right. I don't know if Tristan advertised his rim tour that people would show. <laughs> I mean, I suspect that what's his chops would come back from the ship to have a... Be so, sorely disappointed. He's just going to hear about it and start crying and be like, he's moved on so quickly. <laughs> right, yeah, I will, I'm going to basically put out word that there's going to be a massive open-air tour, open-air gig. Um, and I'm, If it's open-air, no one will buy tickets. No, no, you've got to pay to Yeah, that, that's fair enough. Mm, okay, well then, at that point, when you're back, you can just go around pickpocketing a load of people. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> we'll get the money that way. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak wow. to Oprah about doing this big. Oh, we could tout our own tickets. Yes, <laughs> there's so much money to make out of music. I'm gonna call up all the big names. Oh, I should also add. And wait, Enigma, this is important. Um, the dude that I want you to have a little through his house is from Sudek. So if that's not suspicious enough for you, then I don't know what more I can tell you. Lynn's Bakewell. Bonesque. Lins Bonesque Bakewell. Lins Bakewell Bonesque. That's what we called him now. Lins Bakewell Bonesque. And I'm going to say featuring Ophra Mezia um, and possible appearance from the dandy in brackets, maybe. And then special unguest Lins Bonesque, not invited. And then I'll cross out his name to really piss him off. And hopefully he'll Brilliant. come out of the building. That is not a good poster. Okay, well, you design the poster and... And search for stuff and, and pickpocket be... people. Yeah. Right, so I've just got to do everything around it. And I've got to make the little sandwiches for the people in the backstage and get the riders. And... Okay. okay, you are pretty busy, I'll give you that. <laughs> okay, this sounds very complicated. <laughs> Have I got to supply the drugs? Bambury supplies the drugs. I'm sure you can find an itinerant <laughs> drug dealer somewhere. Bambury! Yeah, and Percy's our muscle. <laughs> Okay, this is uh, this is escalating quickly. This, yeah. Well, I did, I did, I didn't have a definite plan, but I have to say, the, the Wayne's World Two outcome wasn't the one I foresaw. I, it's good, it's good. Don't get me wrong. We've got fed up of ripping off fantasy novels. We're just moving into movies we like now. Book them, and they will come. Going to do Fight Club next episode. Uh, well, I th- we I thought we could mix in Bill and Ted's bogus uh, no, it's big Bill and Ted's excellent adventure that has a battle of the bards as well. Nice. I will be right behind it if you continue on to Top Secret as well, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually kind of like the classic bard movie. Come to think of it, 
It's like the singer behind enemy lines. Yeah. Okay, so I guess, Percy and Banbury, are hmm. you making your way up to the Antikythera? Yes, I guess we are. Yeah. As you do this, you probably pass at least one of Enigma or Tristan like running about <laughs> with pieces of parchment. <laughs> Get Percy, can't stop now. We're just oh. getting your scroll. Yes, yeah. yeah. uh, uh, okay. It's a plan. We'll, we'll meet you on the ship. What, what's, we'll meet the ship. Tristan, what's happening? Pass the word. What, what word? Pass the word. Massive open air festival this evening. What's the word? Ten gold entrance uh, Get- and extras on top. Um, just spread the word. That, that's lots of words. Give me one word. <laughs> Gig tonight. That's two words. Spread the word. Spread it. Hyphenate it. Spread it. Spread it like hot body butter. <laughs> And then we're gone. <laughs> we're just running off hand in hand, giggling in glee. <laughs> we're doing a gig. I mean, we've got a massive performance, and Enigma's going to get to ransack some building and then pickpocket a load of people. She's going to have the best night ever. And on top of that, we're charging people. We're going to be quids in. We could totally this get a scroll. I, I think we should just assume that that's all going entirely to plan, Bambi. <laughs> Percy, do you remember when I said whilst on the ship, yes. can we all have a sit-down chat because as soon as we hit land, it's all going to go stupid? <laughs> I, yes, I do remember that. I, he um, was wrong! <laughs> you seem to run past him. Truly, you are gifted, Bambi. It has gone very stupid very quickly. I didn't even need a mirror to foresee that happening. Blimey, everything just fell over here. Um, it's a storm! It's been over. <laughs> Literally. You're right, buddy. Are you referring to your wife as buddy? Yeah. That's the least romantic. <laughs> not honey, not love, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> That's the most romantic I think you'll find. Uh, and so, Shut you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, I think you'll find when you go over the list of romantic endearments, buddy is top. <laughs> Um, Man, you're. <laughs> I, I wish I'd seen your beautiful words at their wedding. <laughs> oh, buddy! Ooh, uh, ouch! Sore points. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dig. It's been a long time. Brutal, coming. brutal. It's, it's, it's deserved, though. Deserved. I wish sorry had replied with, "I'm not your buddy friend." <laughs> I'm not your, your friend, friend guy. guy. <laughs> <clears throat> your guy, buddy. One for all and all for one. That's the way of the hawks. No. I thought it was particularly brutal when you called him buddy. <laughs> Fortunately for me, I have a self-cleaning in- a self-cleaning counter. I was going to say encounter, which is a different different thing, but also true.